Welcome to your Latina Hermana podcast, a safe space where my first-gen Latina and Latino children can feel heard and supported, a community to empower and break generational cycles. My name is Leslie, and I am your host. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. If you're new, welcome. I hope you guys are having a great month so far. If you're currently navigating school, work, life in general, I just want to let you know that I'm so proud of you. I know these seasons can get a little rough or even tougher than usual. So if you're currently going through a rough season or you're navigating a lot, I just want to let you know that one, I am proud of you. You should be very proud of yourself and take some time this season to reflect back and give yourself grace and also give yourself props for how far you've come, whether it's in school, whether it's with your work or career, your personal life, your health. Anything that you set your mind to this year that you've accomplished or come close to accomplishing, recognize it and celebrate yourself. And if you're literally just getting by, that itself matters and counts. So give yourself grace, give yourself props and celebrate yourself and make sure to rest, especially if you're navigating school and work or like I said, life in general, give yourself some time to rest this season to unplug and recharge and connect back with yourself, your loved ones, so that way you can start off the new year strong. But anyways, I just want to let you know that I love you, I am so proud of you, and I am so excited for today's episode. So if you enjoy it, please let me know, message me, leave me a review, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. And if you like today's episode, make sure to share it on your story and tag me so I can thank you for it personally. And as always, here's to us breaking generational cycles, barriers, healing, learning, and growing. And as I mentioned, I am very excited for today's episode because I want to share a core memory that was made last week. And it made me truly reflect on the importance of breaking cycles and how I'm doing that with my nieces and nephews who are the next generation. And to be honest, sometimes that alone slips my mind that my nieces and nephews are the next generation. And ultimately, this has put things into perspective, especially for us cycle breakers. It's such a great reminder to have that not only do these cycles end with us, but they also end with our little loved ones, right? Our nieces, our nephews, our cousins, our younger siblings. If you have children, it ends with your children too. And so to me, coming to that realization and really like realizing that my niece and nephews are the next generation. And so for that same reason, I've felt very fulfilled in doing little things for them and with them that I never had growing up. And ultimately, not only does that help me heal, but again, it helps them not have to have that wound to then have to heal as adults. And so just to give you a little context, Last week, my nephew called me and he asked me to go to his holiday concert. And you guys, even after that conversation, I I fucking cried because I felt so fulfilled and I felt very happy. I felt special that he wanted me to be there. And so sometimes as an adult, I forget how important small little things are for children. I know me growing up, I've always wanted my mom or my dad to attend one of these holiday concerts But unfortunately, with their circumstances, 
they had to work. Like they didn't have the option to call out or to go in late or to ask for the day off because they needed to work. Like they had to work. And so, you know, as a kid, it feels shitty when your parents don't attend these events or your loved ones can't make it. And, you know, you're looking in the crowd and you don't see anyone there. Like I remember those feelings. And so to me, it's all about being present. And so referring back to that conversation that I was having with my nephew when he asked me to go to his holiday concert, I immediately said yes because I did want to be present. And so I remember that same night I ended up asking for the next day off so I can attend this concert. And me and my partner ended up going, my sister ended up going, my niece ended up going. And so I just seeing the look in his face when he walked up that stage and he saw us was just fulfilling and it meant the world to him and it meant the world to us as well, especially me. And so it made me feel that I do have a sense of purpose here because sometimes, you know, we all lose our purpose or we all lose that motivation to keep going. And as cycle breakers, it's hard. It's hard to keep being motivated when we have to hear our inner child, when we have to heal our traumas or face them. That alone is such a mental process that sometimes we may feel defeated or we may feel like, what's the point of all of this? And so one thing that really helps me stay grounded is my niece and my nephews because they remind me that they are the next generation and they're the ones who are ultimately going to grow up into these adults one day and they're going to know whether I was present or not. And so I think a lot of the times with my own situation as well is because I came from such a broken home, a home where I did not have the support from my tias and my tios or have such a united family that I see the purpose of it and I see the importance of it and how a child really does need a village, a community of people who love them and who really want to be there for them. And so to me, it really played into perspective that night that he had to go to his holiday concert because I remember being the kid on the other end who would not have their parents show up because, you know, other circumstances and let alone my tias and tios, like they also had their own families and their own situations. But ultimately, I'm coming from a point of not wanting to repeat the same cycles that had happened to me. And to even be present alone was a learning process for me. And it's still a learning process now. But what I mean by that is that because I didn't have actively present family members in my life, I didn't know how to be one. And I mean this honestly, like I generally didn't know what was quote unquote too much or not enough. And because of my past traumas, because of my past people pleasing tendencies, I used to think that if I wasn't doing too much, then I wasn't doing enough. And that was a very toxic belief that I had to unlearn as I went, because I felt like, well, if I wasn't spending all day, every day with them, then seeing them only once every other month or every other week wouldn't be quote unquote enough. And honestly, I've learned a lot from just being with them because they show me how to be a tia. And one thing that I did realize that with my oldest nephew is that he is also a first gen my sister came here from Mexico, which technically she's a first gen, depending on the technicalities that you guys want to use. First gen, second gen. But my nephew is a first gen slash second gen, whatever. <laughs> 
And he also is growing up right now with, again, some of the things that I grew up with, such as the Spanglish, where you talk Spanish at home with your mom, but then you go to school and you talk English and then you come home and it's a Spanglish mix type of thing. And one of the things that we were able to relate to when we were having dinner was those types of conversation or the chanclazos and like little things that aren't severe, of course, but they're more lighthearted jokes and we're able to relate with them and just seeing like, oh boy, like this boy is turning into a young man and I see a lot of my experiences in him or what he's going through navigating school and sometimes needing help with homework and his mom isn't able to help her, my sister, because of the language barrier. And so that's where, again, I come and play and those are little things that I'm able to help him and my other niece and nephew that my sister probably can't help them out with. And these are things that she also lets me know as well, where she'll give me a call or text me, or she'll have them call me and text me and say, hey, can you help me out with the homework? And so a lot of the times I've also learned is that being present comes in different ways. And I just named one of them where although I may not see them every single day, I make sure to call them at least once a day. And if they don't pick up or, you know, I'm busy with my schedule, I'll try to send them a quick text. And if not, I'll give them a phone call the next day. But always just trying to be consistent with being present. And of course, I know that we all have our own life going on. Like if you're an adult, trust me, the adult life in general just (laughs) takes you into a whole other world. But coming back and being grounded and knowing that I also have other responsibilities, other priorities. And again, these are my niece and my nephews where they help me keep keep me grounded and remind me as to why I'm doing what I'm doing. And so again, being present can mean giving them a call, being on FaceTime with them, sending them a quick message, going for a quick visit, helping them with their homework, or scheduling one weekend or one day off out of the whole month to spend time with them. And so that's what little things that I started implementing in my routine to be more present in their lives because I realized that there was a time where I wasn't present at all. And again, I had this mentality of either you're all in or you're all out. And to me, it was one or the other, but also realizing that it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing case where you can make time to hang out with your little loved ones. But at the same time, it doesn't have to be an overwhelming amount of time if that makes sense. Because I also know that as adults, we have our own life going on. We have our own shit going on all the time and life happens. So I understand that shit happens and things come up. So one for me is realizing not to put all this guilt on myself for not being as involved or as present, but taking it one day at a time and really thinking to myself, well, what can I do today to show them that I am here? And again, it can be a phone call, a text, it can be a FaceTime call, it can be a quick stop by in a visit, or sometimes what I do is I go to my local bakery, get them a little treat, and drop it off at their house. Like a quick high and buy type of thing. And again, this doesn't have to be done every single day, 
but whenever you can and make time for it because I think that also plays a role with them and I think that's something that I would take very serious back in the day as well where sometimes I would be a little too stern or too harsh with my niece and nephews because ultimately of course this comes from a place of love I want the best for them and sometimes there'll be things like you know don't jump on this or don't do this and don't do that and I forget that I can also be a fun tia. Like, I don't have to be so strict with them because that's what they have their parents for, right? And I think that's one of the best things of being a tia. The fact that you get all the fun and some of the responsibility, you know? <laughs> but in all honesty, it's one of the best feelings in the world. And it's something, like I said, that keeps me grounded and in many different ways because sometimes, like I've mentioned earlier in this episode, we may feel overwhelmed with our situations, with this whole journey of healing because like you guys know, it's a roller coaster. Sometimes you have highs, you have lows, you have in-betweens and it can get very chaotic mentally, physically, emotionally. So again, one of my outlets is to be with my niece and nephews because they remind me why I'm doing this. And also, it helps me keep in check with my health as well, which is a whole other episode that I do want to dedicate. But sometimes, I am very neglectful with my own health. I will take a million years to schedule my appointments because either I'm lazy, I don't care enough, or I make excuses. Because ultimately, that's what it really falls down to. And when I saw my niece and my nephews... I thought to myself, like, if I really want to be present in their lives, not just today, not just tomorrow, but God willingly for many years, then I need to make sure that I am okay physically and mentally, right? I want to make sure that I am the healthiest I can be to show up as my best version of myself for them. So again, they help me in so many ways that they don't even know it. And it's something that a cycle breaker's we need, we need that support. We need that reassurance that there's a purpose behind all of this. And your niece and your nephews, your little cousins, your little brothers and sisters, they can be that to you as well. And there are other ways where I have been implementing small changes that really do make a difference. And not only with my niece and my nephews, but with certain family members as well who are younger than me, but come to me to talk to me about their life, about their school, or about what they want to do in life. And sometimes they don't know what they're doing and they come to me for guidance. And for one, I feel very appreciated when they come to me because I really want to just be that change where they don't have to feel uncomfortable to talk to me about their aspirations, where they don't have to feel like they have to hold back because they fear that, you know, people talk, mouths run. And sometimes if you can relate to this, you know, we have certain family members, some tias, some tios that you can tell them one thing one day and then by the next day, the whole family knows. So if you're able to relate to that, let me know because this is something that I find to be very toxic in our culture. I am Mexican-American, so if you're able to relate, let me know because sometimes cheese spread and that's something that has been normalized in my life that I felt like it was normal that, oh, well, yeah, I'll tell this person, but... I mean, they're going to end up finding out by the end of the month. And that to me is just so toxic. And I don't want the next generations moving forward to feel like that because it can discourage them from talking about 
their dreams, to talk about their problems because they may feel judged or they may feel like no one's really understanding them. And so from my end, I really try my hardest to hear them out, give them the best advice that I can. And of course, like I said, sometimes people give bad advice because they're limited in their perspective and knowledge. So sometimes it's all about taking everything with a grain of salt. And this is something that I told you guys and I tell them as well because it's true. I'm not an expert in life, but I can always try to help in whatever I can. And that's something that I just really let them know that ultimately whatever they decide to do, I'm here to support them and they should feel comfortable talking to me. But of course, trust is something that is earned and not just given. And same thing goes with respect, (laughs) but that's a whole other conversation. But in general, these are little things that I implement to really break the cycle in regards to the way our upbringing was and how I don't want my niece and my nephews or my younger family members to experience the same things that I have or in your scenario, the things that you've experienced. I also think it serves as a great reminder that you are doing the best you can and that counts and that matters in how we show up, not only for ourselves, but for them. They can see that. They see right through it. And one thing that I really have helped myself with is carrying myself like a strong, independent woman that I am. And I do that with my niece, especially because I also want her to know that if you're surrounded by other strong, powerful, independent women, you are one as well. And this is something that my sister has done an amazing job at because my niece is I mean, I love my little baby girl. She's getting so big. I'm having a whole tia moment right now. So bear with me. But she carries herself so well in every single way. And I look at this little girl and I admire her so much because, you know, sometimes I reflect back on my person and I see so much of myself, my younger self in her. And I think that sometimes as we get older, life kind of just keep us in this cubicle And it prevents us from really bringing out our inner child or the inner child that we never really had, right? The childhood that we never got to experience. And so sometimes when I look at my niece and my nephews, I sit there and just reflect so much on what I've missed, but then try to give it back to them and give them new experiences, which leads me to my next point that for a while, I wasn't able to financially afford to take my niece and my nephews out to dinners or to even a simple movie because one it's four of them yeah it's four of them so listen kids cost a lot of money okay and I used to always be so caught up with my own situation so I would always feel guilty for not being able to provide to them what I felt like they needed and if you're able to relate to this I hope you can take something out from this and know that you don't have to give them money or buy them crazy gifts or you know like I said take them out here take them out there you don't have to do any of that to show them love and to show them affection like I said it's a phone call away a visit away a FaceTime call away whatever works best for you and make them feel heard and make them feel like you are literally spending time with them with however much time you have to spend on them it can be five minutes it can be one hour but make use of that time to really connect with them and I think that itself will bring you a lot of joy in your life because it definitely has to me and I hope it does to you 
And even part of those times that I hang out with them, I really like to just give them little gems here and there, whether it's about school, whether it's about their personal life, whether it's about band or choir or whatever is going on in their life. I try my best to just curate advice and little tips for them that can help them. And another thing that I felt like, even though it's super small, that one may not think twice about, this is something that I caught on while we were having dinner after the holiday concert that night. And when we were eating dinner, we were all talking, we were hanging out, laughing. It was such a great time. But I also felt like my sister felt a little left out. And again, this had to do with the language barrier where me and my nephews are talking Spanglish and I see my sister trying to relate to us or trying to have a good time with us, but I can also see that she doesn't understand most of our conversation. And so one as an adult, I realized that I can do a better job at getting better with my Spanish. But with my niece and my nephews, I understand that they're talking Spanish at home and at school they're talking in English. So I can see where the Spanglish comes in mix because I'm a Spanglish kid myself. But from my sister's point of view, I want her to feel comfortable as well. And I remember that during that dinner, I was like, hey, guys, let's talk in Spanish. Like, one, let's practice for Spanish. Two, that way your mom can understand the conversation and we can all be part of the conversation. And so they immediately just started talking Spanish and we're all talking Spanish. And I felt like my sister felt a bit better. And that to me, of course, I don't mean it with mal intent, but more in the sense where I want her to be part of this conversation and not make her feel excluded from spending quality time with her kids and her sister. So that to me is something that I started implementing lately where if my sister is around or if my dad is around, we switch up our language to talk Spanish so then they can also understand. And of course, they kind of be like, oh, how do you say this in Spanish? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. So it's like blind eating the blind, but we're getting there. And that's just little things that I've been implementing as well. Hopefully you guys are able to take something with you. But I think that overall, the whole purpose of this episode is to remind you guys that if you do have nieces and nephews, little cousins, little siblings, use that as fuel. Especially in a time where, again, the healing journey is a lot itself. So find purpose. Find what brings you joy. Find what heals you. Because to me, spending time with them also heals me. It kind of gets rid of all the sadness that I felt from not being able to do things as a child. Because now I'm able to give it to them. And you can give it to yours as well. This is what breaking cycles is all about. And... I want to let you know that as a cycle breaker, I am so proud of you and you should be very proud of yourself because you have so many people looking up to you and I know that that can create some pressure, but I want to remind you to use it as fuel and if you have guilt that you carry with you because maybe you haven't spent time with your little loved ones, I want to let you know and I want to remind you right now to let go of that guilt and move forward because the guilt would just keep us stuck and we don't want to stay stuck. I don't want you to stay stuck and I know you don't want to stay stuck. So pick up that phone, give them a call, send them a text, let them know that you are there for them, that you love them and also generally mean it. Generally mean what you say because I've been in that situation where I would say it and then I wouldn't commit to it and that builds trust issues, right? And if you're someone who has experienced trust issues, you know how that feels. So of course, just take it one day at a time, do the best you can 
and don't let those internal or outer pressures influence your decisions. If you have guilt, let it go. Move forward because they are watching you and they are very proud of you and you should be proud of yourself too. So with this, I want to let you know that I love you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know if you were able to relate to this. Send me a message. Tag me if you are listening to this so I can thank you personally. And here's to us healing, learning, growing, and breaking generational cycles. I love you and I will see you on my next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.